0: The howler monkey is the greatest awakening anybody could have from a sleep. That's the guy that says, listen to me, I'm the top monkey down here. The musician wren. Oh, that's just beautiful, that is. The musician wren is... A performer on its own. It has its own plinth basically in the forest.
1: Martin Stewart has been recording sounds like these for 55 years. His archive contains recordings of several species that are now extinct in the wild, but it all started in Birmingham in the mid 1960s.
0: I started recording nature sounds when I was 11. I was mesmerised with the British countryside. We lived in a small council estate, opposite this beautiful green belt, I used to lay on my back and listen to all the sounds. What was the first thing you recorded? I recorded the uh, Eurasian blackbird. The blackbird was kind of like my friend. When the blackbird would make an alarm call, you knew somebody was entering the woods. I still have that recording now at the age of 66 in my archive. I guess it's the kind of job that requires a lot of patience. A lot of patience. We have so much noise in the environment these days. There's 7.67 billion people on the planet making a lot of noise. And a place like America where I live, at one time there's probably 23,000 planes in the sky. Such is the noise that we live in. In my archive, I have probably about three or four species that are now extinct, no longer here. But out of 50,000, 60,000 hours of natural sound, my archive is probably two-thirds extinct now. You can't replicate those sounds. You must have had a lot of close encounters over the years, right? Yes, one morning I was recording in Big Ben National Park and... A mountain lion came up behind me, jumped on my head, thinking I was easy prey. It attacked me, I punched it in the face and it ran off. I had 125 stitches from my ear around the back of my head.
1: Until recently, Martin's 55,000 field recordings all lived on a hard drive in his home in Florida. But when he was diagnosed with terminal bone cancer last year, his niece, Amanda Hill, said the sounds shouldn't die with him. Together, they've been turning his archive into a series of albums.
2: I found this project incredibly emotional. Uh, Martin and I have been close forever. And he made the natural world come to life in a way that nobody ever had done for me. And when we found out that Martin was um, sick... There was a real uh, need I think to have a conversation about what would happen with this remarkable legacy that he'd created and I think the hope for this is that this inspires people to continue Martin's work. So I think we see it as a beginning.
0: And I have the hope that it's giving the animals a voice to be heard and to see how precious their environment that they live in is. You know, with this cancer that I have, I can walk over to the beach and listen to the waves crashing. And it's incredible therapy. And I'm hoping that my sounds now is going to maybe reach to the people who actually need that. There's some beautiful stuff and I've been very fortunate. I'm not a talented guy. You know, the animals are the performers. I just sit there with the microphone and capture them.